This morning has come about with some surprises and labor and anticipation and frustration. Plan B's, C's, and of this morning, as of this morning, D's, and even just some resignation. It sounds a bit like the story of Jesus's birth. Not everything went smoothly and certainly had its frustrations. And yet, here we are. And here you are. If you have arrived this morning because you followed a star or a link or were brought by a friend, you are more than welcome in this place. If you think you heard some angels singing and you have come with some curiosity, you are more than welcome here. If you have labored in your faith and you come filled with questions and thoughts, there's room in this inn for you. Welcome all. There is no one, not a shepherd or a wise man or a sheep or a goat, not a Pharisee or a backslider who is not welcome here. Mm -hmm. I just want to pray before we start. Jesus, this morning, we focus on you and your birthday and all it means to us as humans. We love to celebrate you because when you entered into this world, you brought some precious gifts for us. In this Advent season, would you help us to unwrap the gifts that are available to us in all times, but especially in this season, would you fill us with love, hope, joy, and peace, because you know we need it. Amen. I'm just going to call Nathan up now. He's going to um, do our Advent reading and magically light our candles. Magically. Good morning. Good morning. Joy. We don't yet have hold of it, but we can almost feel it, or at least the memory of it, the joy that our hearts so long for, the fulfilling of all of our hopes, the completion of our loves, the perfection of beauty brought near. Blessed are we who lift our eyes and recognize, even from afar, that it is you. It was you all along, O God of truth and light, of hope and joy. Though we do not grasp it fully, our small steps to know the way we should go. It's the way of joy that delights in love. And in the meantime, we wait in expectation for the refreshing you do, the gathering of all that is into your heart of mercy. God have mercy. Christ have mercy. Spirit have mercy. We got a third one here. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Yes. Yes. Magic. Today we light three candles the candle of compassion and the candle of mindfulness. And today we add the candle of joy. Surrounded by shadows of sorrow and despair. What kind of joy? The joy that God calls us to. 
lives of generosity and justice. Do you have two coats, John asks? Give one away, no need to get fancy. What generosity and justice give you joy this week? Your own joy or the example of others? Let's pray. God of grace and righteousness, delight and jubilation. God of good news, of great joy for all people. We pray for our hearts, our homes, our world, so full of sorrows. Give us the wisdom and courage to follow the call of your prophets, to bear fruit, to be generous and just in all we do. Instruct us in joy. Let our love for the earth and our love for you have long, fruitful conversations in our hearts. Come, Jesus. Come. Amen. So, you know, sometimes you get a present and you like it right away, but then over time, it just keeps getting better and better and better. That is Sarah to me. Oh, you're too sweet. I am not too sweet, apparently. <laughs> this is uh, Sarah, and getting to work with her is one of the biggest gifts of my life. And, um, and I have grandchildren, so just so you know. That's a lot. So let me pray for her. Jesus, thank you for being in the midst of uh, a lot of plan B's and C's and D's and E's this morning. And for all the folks here who were willing to jump in and help out, we are extremely grateful. And we are also extremely grateful for Sarah this morning, who's here um, and should probably be in bed with her leg up. <laughs> I know I was. So um, bless her now this morning. And I pray that even as she speaks, you would be working within her body to bring healing. Amen. Amen. I'm going to keep this mic. You can have that one. You're going to need it. Not right now. Uh, good morning. I'm, uh, I'm very close to Zoom. Hi, Zoom. Um, uh, I'm really actually very happy to be here this morning. I, uh, I had a little, uh, a little bit of time in EI yesterday in the emergent. Uh, I was just like, oh, this could really mess up this weekend. Um, but it didn't. And it was over and, and done in two hours, which was, I mean, if that's not a miracle, I don't know what is. Uh, it's a Christmas miracle. Um, okay, did you notice the, uh, the roundtable question when you were coming in? Probably not. You were too busy chatting with each other, and that is all good. Happy to hear that. Um, okay, the question was this. What is the most lighthearted fun you've ever had at Christmas? Okay, so be thinking of that while I talk. Of all your Christmas memories, what stands out to you? Like, if you just, you know, close your eyes, think back to Christmas's past. I feel like I'm doing a Scrooge thing right now. Think back, Christmas is past. Um, what stands out the most? Okay, have you got something in your head? Okay, put your hand up. Okay, so pretend you're in school. If um, it's a sad memory. Oh, no one. And the crowd said, next thing. Um, hands up if it's a uh, memory of frustration. You guys are bucking the trend like no one's business. Hands up if it's a moment of fun. 
Oh, no, no, no. But I know that was the, uh, but, but you know how sometimes, you know, you, you can go, actually, my memory of Christmas actually isn't all fun. And I don't have very many lighthearted ones. And actually, a lot of them were like, meh. So actually, now, if you ignore that question and answer the question, if you just think about it, sad. Yeah, right. Okay. Frustrating. Angry. Wish it could just be over and start again tomorrow. Right. And the straw poll says, not all our memories are lighthearted. Not all our memories are fun. We actually have a lot of meh that happens and worse still. We have a mixture of memories, but our theme today is joy. So that's why that question um, of what is the most lighthearted fun you've ever had at Christmas? So um, I'm going to ask if anybody's got one they want to share, a lighthearted thing in a second. But I'll tell you one while we're waiting, while you're thinking. Okay, so this, this story actually started out strange, uh, but ended up fun. Okay, so um, you've got to imagine this is, uh, this is the Middle East. Okay, so it's hot. My stepmother, for some strange reason, insists on having a live tree, which died within seconds of coming to the house. I think combination of heat in the Middle East and air conditioning, and it was just like, no, I give up. And so we would, in the, we would uh, after Christmas, we would take the stick and just drop it over the balcony. Because <laughs> all that was left is just bare sticks. She threw tinsel all over it. That's such a sad tree. Anyway, um, one of these Christmases we were that, um, gathered under the tree were presents. And I unwrapped, and my brother and I unwrapped at the same time, a present from our dad, which was a... Um, packet of pencils, an eraser, and a notebook with music score paper. Nice. Okay. And he's like, now I want you to go to your rooms and write me a thank you song. <laughs> okay. Okay, slightly strange. All right, fine. Okay. So we did because, you know, we did. Um, and uh, we were there writing our thank you songs. So, like, I can't believe we actually did it, but we were. We were sitting there writing thank you songs in our little notebooks. Um, and then the doorbell rang, and uh, Dad yells from the living room, come and answer the door. So we came to answer the door. And standing at the door were these two guys delivering a piano. And that was our present. But because it was, um, because it was an Islamic country and the Christmas isn't a holiday, they were working. So he had timed it so that they would deliver late morning so that we'd had these presents we'd so he'd set the whole thing up so it had gone from like meh to what the heck to oh my gosh and he said now play me your songs so there was it, yeah like totally oh such a sweet story um so uh it turned out great anybody else got a really good story they want to share yes karen has one eden would you mind i told you <laughs> Um, my husband is a self-confessed, I don't like playing games kind of person. True story. Uh, but at Christmas time, he digs deep and we play gestures. And watching him play gestures every Christmas is a delight to everybody. We often video it because I've never seen acting like it. <laughs> I'll leave the he rest is, to your imagination. He's fully engaged. It's fantastic. Um, anybody else? Just simply watching Chevy Chase Christmas Vacation almost every Christmas. <laughs> nice. Morgan has one too. And then we'll keep going. I think it was a Christmas or two ago, but um, it wasn't the 
first COVID Christmas. It was the second one when you're like, how many people are we even allowed in our house and what is even happening? Um, and we on our, on one side of the family, we were able to host everyone in that family at our place. And it was just this really great time where like the little kids were old enough and like grandparents were really relaxed too. And everyone was like, actually like, let's have a good time. And it like stayed throughout the entire evening. And so it was like so much fun and lightness in the midst of all the stress of a whole year of COVID. It was just this moment to then go into this next year, this year now, so. Sweet, this one to treasure, nice. Thank you. Today is a day for channeling uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. See this guy? Where is he? Bah humbug. Um, but uh, the the proper one. Exactly. Um, do you remember what uh, on Christmas morning he woke up and he realized it had all been a dream, and uh, he had this. He had the day to do it over, and he said, "This I will honor Christmas every day in my heart and try to keep it all the year." So today is a day for that. Um, Ebenezer had been living a pretty miserable life, but that changed around after some hard truths. Um, so remember him skipping down the road? Like there was joy in that man. If you haven't read the book or seen any of them, I would recommend this one. Skip the rest. Although Jim Carrey was pretty good as well. Uh, no, the cartoon one with Jim Carrey was pretty awesome and the snow was fantastic. Um, and that's true too. And then Spirited is another whole story again, if you've seen that one, but only if you've got Apple Plus, sorry. Um, Joy had always, oh, we have a dis dissension, the original. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> bite, 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 bite. <laughs> ah, so funny. Anyway, joy had filled his heart in whichever version you see it. Um, and uh, he reconnected with the joy that was deep inside of him. And he had a chance now at a full life. Jesus said, a thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it in the fullest possible way. And I think that means joy. A full life has got to have joy in it somewhere. Otherwise, I'm not sure that it's really full. Life in all its fullness has got to be about joy or... Anyway, let me tell you a story. There was a rainy day a long time ago. Um, we had a flat tire. We lived... Um, there was lots of building work and we regularly drove over nails. I don't know what that was about. Um, I, think they, I think the Curtis tire put the nails out. That was my theory. Anyway, we were waiting to get a tire fixed, Karen and I, and we were, we were in there when this mum came in with a four-year-old boy and I think a baby in a baby carrier, if I'm remembering it right. Um, anyway, she came in and this little boy was obviously a little bit upset that he was there and not at daycare because mum was saying, we'll get the tire fixed and then we'll go to daycare, I promise. He's like, so he sat there a bit disgruntled and like a little bit grumpy and just like... <laughs> And I'm not having any fun. And he literally said, I'm not having any fun. Very disgruntled by the whole thing. And I'm not having any fun has become a phrase in our house. I'm not having any fun. That kid is probably 20 now. Probably doesn't even remember it. Um, but a four-year-old, joy is oxygen to a four-year-old, right? Joy is where a four-year-old goes back to. When we're four... We are meant to be having fun. That is just what life is about. Um, 
when we are 44, we're meant to remember that that's what life's all about. And when we're 104, we shouldn't have forgotten. Um, some of us have lost the path back to where joy is hiding, but I think joy is in all of us somewhere. Some of our paths have grown over with disappointments and disillusionments and other kinds of dis things. But if we can do a bit of weed whacking, I think we might be able to find our way back. Children are good at reminding us of this, and everything can be a game. And so thus, we will play a game. We are going to play a game with the Christmas story this morning because it's Christmas and joy. Simply. Um, that's the Advent theme for this week is joy. So I'm sorry. That is why the sweaters. That is why the baking. And that is why this game. Actually, I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Uh, so we're going to play a game. Um, uh, Roxanne talked about love. Kevin talked about faith and hope last week. Um, and next week, Karina is going to talk about peace. And it might be a bit more quiet and reflective, but this morning, not so much. Today is joy and life in all its fullness. So if this is a stretch for you, do not be afraid. It won't last long. And for balance, we have the longest night coming up on the 21st. <laughs> um, because some of us, actually, joy is actually a bit too much because we hurt too much. And I get it. And if, it, and if it's too much, feel free to check out or feel free to watch a child and borrow their joy okay because um they will be able to enter into it fully um if you can't access it i would like to invite your inner four-year-old to join the party or seven-year-old or eight-year-old or whatever age it was that you lost that path back i invite you to try and access your joy center because it's in there somewhere and if you can't access it, then borrow someone else's. You are totally allowed to steal other people's joy. It won't take it away from them. Which is a good thing for life, by the way. When I see somebody having fun and uh, enjoying something or, you know, posting it on Instagram because it was a joy, I steal it. Without any, any like, I don't feel bad in any way at all. I'm like, I'm going to have your joy and I'm going to feel it too because, ha, I can. And you can't stop me. Um, so... Let's get to the story. Our tale goes back a couple of thousand years ago or so to a world that was pretty different to ours. Um, they were struggling with darkness, oppression, occupation, and things that weren't so great. But on the night our story happens, the world shifts a little, and the handful of characters in our story notice it. The rest of the world is still feeling the ripples of it. The insiders, the outsiders, the strangers, the animals, the angels even. Has anybody bought Christmas gifts already? Wrapped them? Yeah. Un unwrapped them? No? No, okay, we're going to practice unwrapping today. Um, okay, here's the practice with the unwrapping. So, Eden, would you mind just uh, giving this parcel to mm, Stephen? He can start it off. Okay. So, we're going to pass this thing around. We have one parcel. Everybody's going to get a chance to hold it, at least. If the music is playing, pass it to the next person. If the music stops unwrap a layer. Please unwrap just one layer. Inside that layer, you will find something to wear, something to read, something to eat. Okay. So, yeah, you might want to do that. Um, so uh, please don't hold on to it. If it gets to you, pass it to the people behind you or along the row. We're going to go around and back. Maybe go join the row, you guys, so that you're on a row. Otherwise, you're going to miss it. So when the music plays, pass the present from one person to the next. Actually, give it to Morgan, and then it can go along the line that way first. Okay. We'll go that way first. And then we'll go around and around and around and around and around to the back. 
So all the way to, okay, all the way along the line. So when the music reaches the end of the line, pass it on, pass it back, pass it. Okay, got it? Know how it's going to work? So ready. Okay, here you go. Oh, TJ, unwrap a layer. <laughs> Maybe your daddy was helping you. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's all joy. Ooh. Okay, if you can take the rest of the whole layer off. Yeah, if you can read what's on the back, that would be great. And Nathan's going to try and zoom in, so maybe you could stand up so that we can see it. And, if, and Mom could read it for you if you don't want to read it yourself. You got a candy cane and a piece of paper. Yes? Okay, cool. Open it up, see what's inside. Nathan, can you zoom in on him at all? Hey. We've got... Uh, uh, Karina, you're in the high end. Look to, at that time, the Roman Empire, Augustus, decreed that census uh, should be taken throughout the Roman Empire, all returned to their own towns who still this census and becomes Joseph's was a descendant of King David. He had to go to Bethlehem in Judah, David's ancient home. He took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant. Nice work. Thank you. <laughs> okay, you pass yeah, it pass it on to Kevin. It was a really long way from Nazareth to Bethlehem. If you walk that way now, it would take you from here to the Coquihalla summit. And that's a long way to go. Especially if you're pregnant. Okay, unwrap a layer. You should have a piece of paper and a candy cane, if all has gone well. Yes. Okay, open it up and tell us what's on the back. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Nice work. Okay, pass it on. Can you hear a little drummer boy playing his drums? And everywhere you go, somebody's wishing. Um, Eden, you've got Eden, you've got something to add to this one. To this one. Yeah. <laughs> Luke two six to seven, and while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there is no lodging available for them. So you now have a baby in a blanket, if you wouldn't mind holding on to that. Thank you very much. Okay, and let's go again. 
Notice everybody's moving it really fast now. They're like, I don't want to do it. It's like hot potato. All yeah, right. This. What do, you, what do you have in there? Oh, it's a star. With a candy cane. Candy cane. It's a star. Thank you. This is the moment of great joy and good news for all people. There was first a breath of air and a first hearty cry. This is the best gift of all and the start of something huge. God is with us. This is the fulfillment of all that has been promised, and Mary is holding him, wrapping him tightly, and laying him in a manger. Mary's joy was complete. Joseph's joy was complete. But there were other people who needed to celebrate with them. Let's go again. I blame Eden for that. If it gets to if it gets to Kathy on that back row, then Morgan's gonna come grab it and start it at the front. Okay, again. perfect. Zoom people, I'm sorry you can't be here with us to do it too. And you have in there? <laughs> a sheep puppet. It's a sheep. Out in the field were some shepherds looking after their sheep. This night that had begun like every other night before was going to end very differently. This was a special night, but the shepherds didn't know it yet. Go again. Yeah. Time to get up with your family and your friends. And thank God for his gift. Oh. I think you were targeted. There you go. Yeah, yeah, you want to sit down there. <laughs> Kathy's an God, angel. Oh, I knew it. Suddenly God's angel stood among them. <laughs> and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I wonder how many times my angel said that. Every uh, time. Don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A savior has just been born in David's town, a savior who is Messiah and master. This is what you're to look for, a baby. Like the one right in front of me, a, a baby. Wrapped in a blanket, lying in a manger. Let's go again. There's more angels. Yes. Another angel. Oh, wait. Are there two there? You'll have to hand one to somebody else. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, read, read what it says, Faith. Two candy canes. At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic chorus singing God's praises. Glory to the God in 
the heavenly heights, peace to all people on earth who please him. And that means everybody. Luke 2, 13, 14. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, every, that means everybody. So I'd like everybody to say after three, glory to God in the heavenly heights. Are you ready? One, two, three. Excellent, but I'm sorry, there's still no Okay, I think you can put these on your head. It will make you a shepherd. <laughs> Is there something to read? Yes. Cool. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the shepherds talked over it over let's get over to bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what god has revealed to us they left running and found mary and joseph and the baby lying in the uh, manger seeing was believing they told everybody they met what the angels had said about this child all who heard the shepherds were impressed. Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them close, deep within herself. The shepherds returned and let loose, glorifying and pra praising God for everything. They had heard and seen, and it turned out exactly the way they planned. Wait, exactly the way they'd been told. Luke 2, verse 15. Awesome. Thank you very much. Oh, wait, there's one more present. I wonder what it could be. Okay, keep, keep, keep going. There's nothing to read. There's nothing to read this time, I'm afraid. It's just something to eat. Because really, what would be Christmas without the joy of chocolate? All right, thank you very much. Well done, everybody. Well done. Thank you, all the readers. Thank you, everybody, taking part. Cool. The baby's parents hearts must have been filled with joy. I've seldom met a parent who wasn't entranced by their newborn. The ancestors of Jesus through Joseph's and Mary's lines must have rejoiced because he was here. This was the fulfillment of the promises that had been made to Abraham way, way, way back. It had gone through many, many generations and here he was finally. I can imagine them all leaning over looking in the crib at this tiny little baby and going, yes, it happened. Our lectionary passage today is the genealogy of Jesus. Um, but because it's the women's lectionary, 
there is a different version. It's an alternative version. And I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, it was put together by the Women's Literature Group of New York. And I want to say their names out loud. And if you can, I would like you to imagine all of these people standing, looking into the crib where the tiny little baby is and cheering. I imagine they're cheering as I say their names. So just see what you can imagine. A genealogy of Jesus, the son of Mary, the daughter of Anna. Sarah was the mother of Isaac and Rebecca, the mother of Jacob. Leah was the mother of Judah. Tamar was the mother of Perez. The names of the mothers of Hezron, Ram, Aminadab, Nashon, and Salmon have been lost. Rahab was the mother of Boaz, and Ruth was the mother of Obed. Obed's wife, wife, whose name is unknown, bore Jesse. The wife of Jesse was the mother of David. Bathsheba was the mother of Solomon. Naaman the Ammonite was the mother of Rehoboam. Mach was the mother of Abajan and the mother of Asa. Azuba was the mother of Jehoshaphat. The name of Jehoram's mother was unknown. Athaliah was the mother of Ahaziah. Zibiah of Bathsheba was the mother of Johaz. Jechaliah of Jerusalem bore Uzziah. Jerusha bore Jotham, and Ahaz's mother is unknown. Abi was the mother of Hezekiah, and Hephzibah was the mother of Manasseh. Meshulemeth was the mother of Amon. Jedidiah was the mother of Josiah. Zebediah was the mother of Jehoiakim. Nehushta was the mother of Jehoiakim. Hamiltal was the mother of Zedekiah. Then the deportation to Babylon took place. After the deportation to Babylon, the names of the mothers go unrecorded. These are their sons. Jehokaniah, Shealtiel, Zerubbabel, Abiud, Elikayim, Azor, and Zadok. Echim, Eliud, Eleazar, Mathan, Jacob, and Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. The sum of 14 generations is there, 14 from Sarah to David's mother, 14 from Bathsheba to the Babylonian deportations, and 14 from the Babylonian deportation to Miriam, the mother of Christ, or Mary, the mother of Christ. Standing next to his ancestors, I just imagine all those women. I just, I read it the first time and I was just like, but their names aren't known. Like, they're the ones who birthed the child. We have Mary, but I just love that, that they'd done the research and they found all those other names. Standing next to all those women and men around the, around the crib are the angels singing good news of great joy for all the people. People sing when they're joyful, and apparently angels do too. The shepherds were welcome to the stable. They must have been delighted to be invited, even them, even there, even so. This is a joyful story because God is with us, Emmanuel. I mean, seriously, changes everything. God is with us. If you don't see it today, I pray that you might. I pray that your heart might be filled with joy because God is with us. I want to read you um, a Mary Oliver poem. It's called Don't Hesitate. If you suddenly and unexpectedly feel joy, don't hesitate. Give into it. There are plenty of lives and whole towns destroyed or about to be. We are not wise and not very often kind, and much can never be redeemed. Still, life has some possibility left. Perhaps this is its way of fighting back, that sometimes something happens better than all the riches or power in the world. It could be anything, but very likely you notice it in the instant when love begins. Anyway, that's often the case. Anyway, whatever it is, don't be afraid of its plenty. Joy is not made to be a crumb. I love that. If you suddenly and unexpectedly feel joy, don't hesitate. Give into it. Joy is life fighting back. Joy is taking life back. 
Joy is in paying attention to the little things, like Mary Oliver said, and the little things could be anything. Um, we talk about practicing joy because I think joy needs to be practiced. Practicing joy is the art of paying attention and then celebrating what we see or hear or taste or sense in another way. And I have one more suggestion on how you practice joy. And I heard this uh, at a conference on happiness. It was uh, research that they'd done. And it goes like this. If you want to be happy for a minute, do something for yourself. If you want to be happy a little longer, do something for somebody else. Makes sense? If you want to be happy for a minute, do something for yourself. If you want to stay happy a little longer, do something for somebody else, like helping the team at the food bank tomorrow evening, for example. Um, I'm going to pray the prayer that Nathan prayed at the start of this morning as he lit our joy candle. And maybe you could pray it with me. It's going to be on the screen. And thank you, Taryn, for doing the slides for us today. Um, God of grace and righteousness, delight and jubilation, God of good news of great joy for all people. We pray for our hearts, our homes, our world so full of sorrows. Give us the wisdom and courage to follow the call of your prophets, to bear fruit, to be generous and just in all we do. Instruct us in joy. Let our love for the earth and our love for you have long, fruitful conversations in our hearts. Come, Jesus, come. Amen. And there you have it. Well, honestly, I don't know if I could have chosen. I didn't choose. Um, I don't think it would have been, couldn't have been more appropriate to someone, for someone to speak about joy than Sarah. Um, she has lots of reasons to not have joy, and yet she consistently shows up with it. And um, well, you might as well. Life's, <laughs> life's poopy otherwise. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better way to say it. There you have it. <laughs> yeah. No, so not that I could say. So just to close things up um, tomorrow, if you have time between six and eight to help at the food bank, is that is this the one? Like, is the warehouse at the bottom of... Sylvia's um, the organizer of this maneuver. Sylvia, what's the story? Can you take that to her? It's on progressive way. Is that what you said? Okay. So if you are planning on joining, if you would like to be part of that, please do let Sylvia know because we have a maximum number of people that can participate, uh, but it would probably bring joy, just saying. Um, and last a little longer. And it'll just last saying. longer. Um, also, um, we have our fourth advent next Sunday via Zoom. This is our last Sunday before Christmas, um, except for... December 24th at St. Matthew's, and we'll send out notifications for that too. Um, if you've not been to that um, church, it is a very, very beautiful setting with amazing stained glass windows and stuff. So, And we will be Zooming it as well. People Zoom, if you want to join us, it'll be there, 6 p.m. Um, just before I do the benediction, I'm just going to tell one more story, and it's off script, so it's so sketchy right now. Um, <laughs> 
we were thinking about, you know, or you were trying to guide us into being like our four-year-old selves. And um, it took me to being four and the Christmas, that Christmas, um, I got a gift and I only remember one prior to that. So it was probably when I was three, but that particular gift when I turned four was like a kitchen set and it came with a, a little stove top and like six teacups and saucers and plates and cutlery and stuff. And I got to open this, but I thought certainly like this must be for the whole household. Aww. It was so much. And I just want to say the things that God has for us are so much. We cannot contain it all. And so in this season, when love and hope and peace and joy are the themes and the focus, I just ask you to like tap into that as much as you can, either when you need it or when you have it to give. Uh, let me just close in prayer. May the joy of the Lord infuse our hearts and minds in this season. May it be something we embody in such a way that we live with it each day and share openly with others. Amen. Um, and if you didn't, if you didn't wander by the, the prayer table over there, there are um, little candles that you can take with love, joy, hope, and peace on them. If you feel like you need one of those particular things this year, just take it and put it in your back pocket. There's plenty of them cut out. Can you give them back to me? Um, uh, you, and totally, you can give them away. So, and if you feel like you, there is somebody that you want to give joy to, take it for them. Okay. So please go pick them up. We cut out, or sorry, Karen cut out a ton of them. So um, uh, please help yourself to that. And more baking. If you want to take some baking home or um, have a few minutes just to help um, kind of stack chairs and stuff like that, um, we'd willingly appreciate and not even backstab you for it. Um, Never. And um, if I don't get to see you, before Christmas. Um, I hope that you have a really beautiful, beautiful Christmas. Um, I'd love the baby doll back and the blanket and the sheep puppet. But apart from that, pretty much just take it. Um, you can keep the tinsel hat. It looks good on you. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs>